Hey, AGs, are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. Don't light my candle unless you're ready to get burned. I may have a white refrigerator, but I'm far (gasps) from the ghetto. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Can we please say justice for people with white refrigerators? Because for all of y'all who like have your own homes and such, like good for you for choosing stainless steel or like a wood or whatever. But for those of us who live in God forbid New York City and like areas where we don't get to decide, we're just thrilled we have a door. Like I don't even. So this like the whole like Lenithia Kenya white refrigerator is like all well and good. But can we? I die a little bit on the inside. Do you die a little bit on the inside when people make fun of? The fridges that we call home. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, I've been in my apartment for three years now. Like, I love it. Like, I have a backyard. Mm. It's cute. Oh, okay, and, money. And basement storage. But, like, wow. it's a little bit older. But it's, yeah. like, in, in a, you know, a chill, quiet part of Brooklyn. And my friends love to drag me for my white refrigerator. <laughs> like, we have a choice in the matter. I have exactly. been in my apartment for over a decade. I'm just... <laughs> I'm thankful it chills things. Like, exactly. honestly, like, truly. Ju- and, you know, it's chic. 
you know, exactly. it's like a, it's a, no, it's, it's not, vintage. it's terrible. But it's I think if, if I had a stainless steel refrigerator, my rent would probably be like a thousand more dollars and I'm totally okay with having a white refrigerator. Right. Like who needs that? Like, I'm afraid that if I said to my, su- well, I'm already, I'm in like a whole thing with my super because <laughs> I haven't, you know, technically in New York city leases or I don't know, leases in general or whatever, like you're technically allowed or you're supposed to get your apartment repainted like every however many years yeah sure it's been over a decade i have never asked because i wanted to be the favorite tenant (laughs) so i have tried for over a decade to be i start every i start and end every call with the building broker being like and who is the favorite tenant and he's like you are and i'm like that's exactly the right answer but as a result i feel like i've been super chill because i'm like hey just want to like make sure your day is okay so you like me the most and now i'm like i need i re-signed my lease and he was like in july uh, re-signed in august and he was like i'm like when can i get the apartment repainted i really want like leaf walls <laughs> and he was like october and i was like cool that feels like way too long but i am your favorite tenant so exactly. i am going to accept that and now it's essentially september and i'm like okay so about that and they're like we don't know <laughs> what he didn't, he didn't say October of which year. It could be October 2022. That's the problem. So now I'm like, Fabi, my super Fabio, I call him Fabi and Fobs. I'm like, Fobsies, like, what? But well, I exactly. but I want walls. I, I told I, them it's, I want to move in furniture, but like, who has money for that? But like, I want <laughs> clean walls. <laughs> no, I relate to that. Because you, like, no one likes an annoying, naggy tenant. I've been that person before. And... My super hated me, but here we are. My super loves me now. Right, but I mean, like, and they do, I mean, they they change my light bulbs and stuff. And, oh, like, wow. I got new, oh, yeah, they know I can't oh. do anything. And oh, I'm, okay. They, I have to change the curtains on in my living room, a.k.a. they have to change the curtains in my living room. <laughs> Listen, you're saving a lot of money from TaskRabbit, so, like, I'm I'm here for you on that one. Guys, free Patreon subscription to any AG who wants to come over this week and paint my apartment. Like, I, hate I, I think, oh. right? Who would ever? Who would ever? I painted one of my paint. walls in my apartment, and I was like, never again. This took way too long. I don't understand. I've never in. I still remember this earliest memory in pre-K at the Jewish <laughs> Community Center in Providence, Rhode Island. We had to do like some fucking drawing thing, and I saw Alana next to me, and I was like, Alana, you are better at this than I am. Can I have one of your pictures when you're done? And I project managed, and she gave me one of her, and it was better. Wait, <laughs> I did that in high school with my ceramics class because. Did you? I can't craft with my hands. My brain exponential but my hands like (laughs) like it got to the point where it was like final project time and I was like I have a b minus in ceramics because my teacher didn't think I tried he said I talked too much and that my work didn't represent someone who tried so I paid someone off to make me a bowl did you pay someone yeah I paid someone 20 bucks to make you a bowl have you ever taken a ceramics class (laughs) 
I was, thank you very much, a counselor in training. And no, I did not ask to be a counselor. And yes, I am still bitter about it in ceramics at Moses Brown. For all of you guys at Rise Camp, Rhode Islanders know me at Moses Brown Summer Camp in Providence, Rhode Island. I was a CIT. I was not, they did not ask me back. And I could have, I could have made, I think, $200 for that entire summer. And I did not. Oh, my God. Well, I'm still pissed about it. But I was in ceramics. I was very bad at it. And yes, I did talk too much. Yeah, it's horrible. And it's just like, people are like, look at my bowl, one of these. And I'm like, I made a plate. A very lumpy plate. You made a bowl that just serves other purposes, and that is okay in life. Sometimes we do things different from what we thought we did, and yours was just a flatter bowl. But was it still a bowl in many ways, spiritually and otherwise? I think so. And guys, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're just wrapping up today. Um, Guys, it's Annie's Girls. It's episode 200. I don't even know. And I am so excited to be joined by someone who I met, I don't even know, truly like in my veins, maybe. He feels like a part of me at this point. He is embedded in my... I'm your your vaccine, baby. You are my vaccine and I feel so safe and so secure and double-dosed when I see this person on Andy's Girls. You know him as a delightful voice. On how did we even connect? Was it Clubhouse? I think just I think it was or Clubhouse. Instagram? Clubhouse, yeah. It was Clubhouse, but as soon as I heard him on Clubhouse, I was like deeply in love. As you guys can tell, he's just essentially my life partner at this point, and I'm so excited for the journey I mean, that we have in front of us. Same, I have no one, so that's you. Amen. <laughs> Okay, I can tell you're excited. I'm lonely, so you're going to go on. No, we are meant to be together. We're turning we down current offers on the table to sass with each other. And exactly. That is, that's an important distinction to make. Okay, his name is Daniel Stokes. His role, senior project lead, program lead of employee connections at DoorDash. His favorite connection, the one on this episode, Daniel <laughs> you boom i'm great it's sunny i'm alive yes that's about it (laughs) (laughs) those are two big things yeah the bar is in hell so like you just gotta you gotta wake up and say ah we did it another day (laughs) we did do it another day we did isn't i have to say this past week not great yeah, How it's are not, you doing? Right? It's not like, good. It's like, meh. Like, nothing like jazzy, but nothing like right? earth-shatteringly positive. I feel like we do need some um, jazz fingers. Let me just, before we get started on this week of Andy's Girls, I have to do something with you that I do every day, and it sets my day. And it's usually a negative thing, so I apologize. <laughs> what is your horoscope? I'm an Aquarius. Okay, great. That's the first one that popped up. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. I'm going to, guys, the New York Post Daily Horoscope, they drag me every day. Every day they're like, here's why you are the absolute devil. So I'm just setting your I'm setting your expectations. But I do think that they are also very real. And I do, every day they're like, you're making terrible financial decisions. And I'm like, can you please, Sally Get Brompton? Away. Get away from me and my negative checking account with all of these wonderful um, letters that come to my door every day. Listen, that are like, are you the, still here? 
the asteroid is coming in like 30 years. Like fuck a 401, <gasps> fuck a 401k. Oh my god. Can I can someone put a vision board up with just an asteroid on a piece of paper? Because I need something to look forward to, and I think that's the thing. Okay. Aquarius, here's your daily horoscope. Aquarius. Oh god. The planets urge you to drop the fierce look you've been showing the world of late and put on your happy face. Beneath that cool, are you sure you're Aquarius? Beneath that cool looking Aquarius exterior is a caring human being with enough, with enough warmth to heat up the whole planet. That sounds about, you know what? I know I come off like a jolly go lucky motherfucker, but like the people who know me know, I mean, you see the things I say in my, our DM sometimes, like I'd be dragging people. Like I'm like, I'm nice until you're like, I don't need to be. But I think dragging is connected with warmth. I think you have a really great sense of humor. I think, like, if you're saying, like, you make a cutting remark here and there, like, I don't think that's disconnected from warmth. Okay. I'll sign up for that. I'm also, like, a a rising cancer, so I think my cancer kind of, like, leads the way. I got it tatted on me. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Rising cancer and my sun and moon are both in Aquarius. I need to find out what that means. It's like connected with what time you were born, yeah, right? Yeah. Every time I've told someone that, like, they're like, oh, like there gets nervous. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was on a date with a guy who was like, oh, are you a cancer? And I was like, oh, no, this is my rising. And my sun and moon are both in Aquarius. <laughs> it was the first and last date. Um, really? Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a lot. I get it. I'm a lot, but whatever. Who cares? I'm here. <laughs> Who cares? You are here. Okay. Let's see what my daily horoscope is, and then we're going to dive in. Uh, my, and guys, Aries, which you obviously know, um, stay resolutely neutral today. <laughs> Problem number one. If you find yourself caught up in some kind of feud, oh. you may think you can do something to help, but it's more likely your intervention will cause even more problems than existed before. You really don't need that. They, <laughs> they really every do. Every day, every day, they're like, you are trash. Let us tell you that thing you think you're doing, it's a bad look. And here's eight paragraphs on why. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, and everybody else, Leo is nice. Virgo's kind of mean. Maybe you have, like, an arch enemy who works at the post. And, like, she, they're just sitting there like, let me write her horoscope and make it bad. And her name is Sally Brompton. And that's all we have to say about that. My God. Is that, but is that her real name? Let's, let's no, read her. No, it's probably let's like her Timothy whatever. You know what I just want to look up before we talk about like whatever? Um, what is Wendy Acefo's birthday? Ooh. Because I just want to know May 21st. Okay, what does that? I don't understand how any of this works. Okay, she's a Gemini. This is Ooh. Wendy Acefo's horoscope because I think it's actually important. She's a Gemini. According to the planets, you are worrying too much. See, they're very good and need to calm down a bit, Mm. especially about matters related to travel and social events. If someone lets you down today, you are advised to let it pass without comment. Certainly (laughs) don't get angry. Oh my God. (laughs) 
Which is why I'm very bitter about what they say about Aries because they are not wrong. Like the former editor of the New York Times was like, I don't go a day without reading the New York Post Daily Horoscope. It's a real thing. I might have to start doing this to level Every set expectations day. of my life. But you're going to feel bad about yourself, but just like ride the wave because they are very good. Like I have not done certain things because they've been like, don't be a cunt today. Like be a cunt tomorrow, but like today be okay. And I'm like, you know what? It makes a lot of sense to be okay today and be a dick Who needs to pay for therapy when you can just read the New York Post? Hello? Hello? Do not stop going to therapy. (laughs) Yeah, actually. Or do. You know what? Let's be chaotic. Honestly, do whatever you feel makes you have an interesting week because that's all we care about. Listen, Daniel Strokes, that is not a bad horoscope for Wendy Asaka. It's not. No, it's very on trend. Very much... Timely. I mean, this week's episode, which I rewatched this morning. My God. I there, just, yeah, tell me everything. There, I need to know all of your thoughts. So let's let's hear what you're thinking. Let's hear what you're thinking. So it's much. just like, I mean, first of all, I just love that Ashley literally came in for like five minutes and then was just like, gotta go feed my babies with my boob milk. Like... <laughs> 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 She brought so much chaos because Ashley knows her job responsibilities and she's one of those people who like some people are paid by the hour. Some people are paid by the project and she's like, you're going to pay me by the project and I can do in five minutes what takes some of these women four months and she gets it done. Yes. While after having a baby, like she's literally just like waddling in like, all right, let me stir this pot, throw a little breast milk in here and then. Be gone. Back to my luxury condo. Yeah, her, like, threads haven't dissolved or something. I don't know how babies work, but, like, some kind of, like, threading stitches or something. And she's like, yeah, they're, like, disappearing. I don't want to know how any of that works. I just want to say God bless to her because her she just literally, like, released a child from her body and is doing prestige yes. work this season. The, the child was the rumor her. about Eddie. That's what it was. That's what she believed. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, was that a thing. So tell me, tell me what your thoughts are. I want to know specifically about Wendy first, and then I want to walk back from there. Hmm. Like this season, I've, I mean, I was kind of, I've been annoyed with the whole Zen Wen situation. Like it mm. seems forced. It feels contrived. But like also like, you know, I don't think anyone should get to comment on, like, how someone, you know, wants to feel about themselves. I feel like there's a way to acknowledge it and be like, oh, wow, girl, like, you got this new, like, body, this new confidence. But, like, to say that she's a whole completely different person, I don't know. I don't know her. But I just feel like Robin and Giselle are not coming from a place of love. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I think that's why Wendy is just on the defense about it because she knows the game that both Robin and Jizzy or Guzzle, as me and my friends like to call her, (laughs) like the game, the games that they like to play. And she's just going to be on the defense about it. And I just don't, 
I, I feel bad for her because I think there is shit going on in her home that we mm. don't know about and the whole like business thing and trying to balance like being a moderator and like a lawyer or whatever she does, like all her 10 degrees, like <laughs> literally I forgot what her job was. Um, it, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> I feel like it's all related to the packaging of this like yes Wendy knows what it is that Giselle is probably doing but they're trying to package too much inside of a narrative they're also weaponizing like they're saying you are doing the zen when you are speaking in one-off like clip packages it feels like you are being somewhat performative and then on top of that you're dressing looser and then on top of that like it's tits for days and on top of that the reason we think somehow all of this is connected is because of tabloid rumors about your husband and that's a lot to present to someone especially when weaponized as a critique especially when related to gossip about Eddie? Like yeah. How, how else could a person respond to that? Yeah, without popping off. <laughs> like, it's just... Because uh, it feels kind of forced, and it feels kind of... Like, why? Like, why are you going there? Like, it doesn't feel natural to, like, make all these connections. Especially since, mm-hmm. because, like, more recently, this is the first time we're hearing about the rumors. Obviously, right. I think o- off camera, they're probably hearing about them and like it's being spoken mm-hmm. about. But the fact that it took us so long to even get to, oh, this is probably why. Like, mm-hmm. it just feels kind of, it feels dirty. I mean, they're doing their jobs um, and they're standing true to their ground, which I always can applaud both Robin and Giselle. Like, they literally don't waver. They do not show an ounce of fear. They barely even blink. Mm when someone is kind of, like, coming at them. And, like, Giselle's kind of just like, well, wh- well why are you yelling at me? Like, she's really good about that, of, like, putting it back on the other person. Like, well, what did I do? Like, I didn't do anything. Um, but it still just feels kind of icky. And I'm very interested to see how the rest of the season plays out. And hopefully Wendy can truly bring a real dragging of Giselle to the reunion. I feel like she needs it. Did you not think that the dragging that they did and wherever the fuck they were, and I think Virginia, did you not think that that was proper drag? I don't think it was proper drag. I mean, it was proper dragging, but I, like, as I said, like, Giselle is so good about putting on this poker face of, like, acting like she doesn't care. And, Mm -hmm. like, I want her to be in, like, a real live moment where she can't, like disappear like with the reunion you're mm-hmm. stuck there it's long it's emotional so the chances of you like breaking down or having like a wild reaction are mm-hmm. higher than if you're just sitting in like a living room and then you probably go back to your room and cry and be like well who cares if jamal left me for the 10th time for someone else like i want i want to see that breakdown moment and also robin was super wasted so like she herself couldn't even like get into the really tussle of it all because she had her her liquid courage so i want to see them both in these more raw moments at the reunion to see how they actually will handle Wendy. Do you think that Giselle is, has capacity for that? Like regardless of whether or not it's coming from a defensive end, like, do you think that she has the capacity to be vulnerable? Hmm. I don't think, mm. I mean, man, 
Maybe not because she's I she's so good at her job. And it's so annoying. Like, did she sign a deal with the devil to just like cut off all emotion or like I mean, let's call Jamal and find out. <sighs> Pastor Jamal. <laughs> I mean I don't I don't know if she can, like, but I want to I want to I want to see that from her. I want to see her break down. Like I want her to have her Vicky Gonvalson moment at the reunion where she literally just mm. like storms off like because she does, she's so dirty. She's so dirty. And she has to have that, like, kind of reckoning of, like, being knocked down a peg or two. Because I think, like, if she constantly rides this, like, this evil wave of just, like, being that person, like, like what's what's the dynamic of it? What's Where's the growth? Where's the change? Like, you can't constantly just be that one person without, like, having an actual storyline that is not painting a disgustingly pink wall in your house. And, you know, it's something that the women reference. Potomac is back to having an after show and God bless them for it on YouTube. And it's something that um, Karen certainly gets into. And I want to say Candace rides pretty hard for Giselle on the after show, both of whom and maybe Wendy as well are like, listen, she doesn't give us a single ounce of her reality. Mm -hmm. She is constantly just going after other women, but that's not a fair exchange because you're not sharing. You are able to weaponize the darkest parts of what we're going through and experiencing or bringing up things that we haven't yet brought to light or diving deeper into those smaller moments, but you're not doing the same. So it's unfair for her to demand that from uh, Wendy and other people when she won't even tell us if she's broken up with Jamal in a group setting. Like, exactly. How does that even out? She like ha- she has all the balls in her court and it's not, which like I get, but it's not, it is, it is just not fair to, for the progression of the story. It's kind of like, you have to kind of give us some of that authenticity because that's ultimately like what we're here for. Like we can hate you, but at least give us something. Don't just put up the wall. It's like improv. Like the main rule of improv is you, you never say no. You always say yes. And with Giselle, she always shuts it down and it's just like, but then tries to put it back on the other person about being like, well, I'm not going to talk about it because there are trolls here, but let's talk about your husband. Who's probably cheating on you. Mm. Or like, let's talk about, Mia and her past trip, like, no. And there's just mm-hmm. kind of like, but she's, but like, no one, no one has really gotten her good enough mm-hmm. to really kind of like put her in her place to where she can kind of lose that kind of control of having her own narrative. And I actually honestly thought that Wendy should have gone even further with both uh, Robin and Giselle and kind of that, that moment of like reading them because. They both have shit in the headlines. They both have things like Robin. Have you paid your taxes yet? Like I'm sure you're not selling mm. that many, that many, many hats. Um, but really, kind of going for them because Giselle and Robin have made it very, very clear that like nothing is off limits. And like I don't necessarily get that Robin doesn't like. She made it seem like, oh, well, like, there's so many rumors about me. Like, I just ignore them. Like, I'm sure at some point in her life, Robin was letting that get to her. And, like, you know, it, is she putting up a fake wall to pretend, like, oh, I'm unbothered? Who knows? Only God does. Um, but I just, I want them both to get knocked down a peg or two. And no one's really doing it correctly right now. And it makes me sad. 
I wonder in Giselle's case, like how much of this is connected to the life that she had pre housewives, maybe even pre where she was before the divorce, where she was like the first lady, where it was expected of her to live and portray a little bit of a facade where like you guys don't have access to me, but I have access to you. People are coming to her or sharing with her gossip or realities Mm. or deep dark secrets and she was expected to contain it or talk to people about it certainly not weaponize it although that may have also been the case but she was kind of rewarded for building up this really intense exterior life and then she goes on reality tv having that suit of armor maybe already ingrained in her like are we expecting too much of this person who also by the way for some period of time had to exist in her marriage knowing that her husband was cheating on her repeatedly having children out of wedlock in the and like yeah from the congregants on outward, you know, like charity starts at home <laughs> and so does Jamal. Like, I mean, but like for re- like how much of that is playing into this mm. dynamic? Are we expecting too much of her wow. in this? Like, does she have capacity for this? I don't know. What wow. do you think? That's actually a great way to look at it. Cause it's someone who <laughs> grew up in the church. Mm. Um, it is, I mean, I the the reason I stopped going to church is when my parents got divorced. I just saw humans and adults for who they were, but mm-hmm. like there is a lot of this fake it till you make it. I'm gonna look at you and tell you what's wrong with you, but there's nothing going on wrong over here. Like I am strong. I have my stuff together. Yes, there may be rumors that you may hear, but you know what? God's got it. We're handling it. Don't worry about. It. I'm here. So I think that does make sense. She is in her own world, that first lady still, that is presenting this I got it all together narrative. And and I, I think it's, I get so frustrated because like she's so good at it. And the suit, the suit of armor that you talked about, like she does not blink an eye when someone, if I was sitting across the room from Wendy and she was telling me that like karma is a bitch and that's why my life is miserable and why I don't have a man, I, pro- mm. I probably would cry and be like Wendy but like literally Giselle was just like okay <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> sips drink like and then like so maybe it is that maybe we are expecting maybe Giselle can only be this one way and this is the only way we'll ever ever see her and we just have to deal with it as viewers and fans And I don't think it makes her like a cruel person, but I do also think she sometimes struggles with empathy and emotional capacity. I mean, her own kids say that. (laughs) Right? Like she doesn't, there is that, I mean, there's in the words of Jennifer Aniston talking about Brad, like there's a little bit of a sensitivity chip that's missing, you know, Mm -hmm. like. It does appear that that is a thing. It doesn't make her a bad person. It just means that she doesn't, she's probably not going to be the one that you call when your marriage or relationship or job or whatever it is is falling apart unless you want tough love. Like Giselle's love language is tough Mm. love and passive aggressive jokes. And 
unless you want to participate in that language, I don't know that she's the one that yes. you're going to want to connect with. Yeah, even when she was talking to Robin about, like, depression, like, mm. like it frustrated me so much as someone who, you know... I'm all about mental health and I have suffered from, you know, anxiety and depression and I'm pilled up. But like, reminds me of to take my pills this morning. Oh my God. I, uh, <laughs> I was like, do not forget your pills. It's in a pill box. <laughs> different colors on different days. Okay, yep. Uh, <laughs> but I was just oh like, if I were Robin and my friend, and I was having this conversation with my friend mm. who's basically like, given the advice that Giselle was like, what? <laughs> I felt so bad for Robin in that moment because it's just like, I know what it's like to have that conversation and people just be mm. like, oh, well, you know, just like, just be happy. Like, that's really not how this works. Like, she, I don't think she can give that type of advice, have that type of conversation, have that type of vulnerability, especially when your own grown children who are very much aware of the fact that, one, you are not empathetic, you aren't good with relationships, mm -hmm. you aren't good... Like, if your own kids are saying it, baby. I mean, the way that she was speaking with Robin, when she was like, your man is going to leave you if you stay sad, so just suck it up and deal and also your business is going to fail unless yeah. you don't, again, suck it up and deal... In this, in like, in any time that's tough, but especially in COVID times yeah. when just the barometer of what we're able to get through in a day is just, is in has been in many ways reset because you just wake up with this extra weight. Exactly. And so to, so to tell her that her only value, she's only bringing value if she's excelling or something or meeting metrics that maybe she doesn't have capacity to meet it's just it's like a value system that's distorted and it's also set up for for Juan to win and Robin to lose you know like exactly. it's all set up with like he's going to lead leave you not is he a partner to you right now are you yeah. guys able to have conversations is he supporting you if you exactly. are struggling or trying to figure stuff out it's like he's going to leave you so you need to do better and then this is also the person who's like hey how's Eddie doing because exactly. It seems like maybe according to the value system that I continue to keep in mind, he is like not meeting the bar. You're failing at this. And that's why you're physically changing your yes. body because you're not something is wrong here. So obviously you need to make it better. And yet. Jamal has cheated on her several times. And I don't get a sense that she's applying that same method to herself. She's not. She's looking at everyone else and finding out what is right. wrong, commenting on it, but refuses to let any of them. Because she's like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I got it. I don't need, I don't need this. My man, we're good. We'll have a conversation. That's us, not y'all. But I'm going to tell you how I feel about X, Y, and Z. It's not fair. Did you think that Jamal reset 
was real. Did you think their new beginning was Absolutely real? Absolutely not. The moment they posted that story, that picture of them with the mm. t-shirts that said like the story and then like the plot, plot or something. Just some like nonsense. Like I think what Giselle wanted to happen, Giselle knew the heat was coming on her when it came to Jamal. So she was like, mm-hmm. hey yo, what's up here? Let me give you 10K if you come and film a few episodes. But, like, all he did was, as Karen Huger said, he lived on her phone. Like, and then the, like, one or two times he popped up, it was just like, oh, like, let me pick you up from the airport. Like, that man don't got a license. Like, he can't drive. Um, and then when her, when her dad was on the hot mic, mm. like, that's her father discussing, saying what he said on the hot mic told me everything I needed to know about Jamal and Giselle's faux relationship. But would she do that to her kids? I don't think she would. I don't think she would actively participate in a fake relationship and not tell them. I mean, do you think... We have seen women come on this show and do any and everything for a check. Because at the end of the day, they're doing a job and they're getting paid. I think Giselle Giselle knows the assignment. She knows what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there may have been a conversation with producers or just like, hey, Giselle, like, you don't really have a storyline. Like, so, like, because what do you think? She really doesn't. Like, she's not selling hats. She's not getting into real estate. She's not making candles. She's not, you know, trying to become a famous singer. Like, she has no story. Like, there is nothing there. Like, she's giving very much friend of storyline, but main character energy. So I think she was just like, oh, crap. Like, I need to figure something out. Jamal, like, let's just. Just pretend to be like, I think that's what happened. Man. And I don't know, like, has she had a, was that, what, six seasons in at this point? What has her storyline been previously aside from, it's all been based on relationships, right? It's all Relationships and the house. The house. But I feel like we've barely even seen the house. Like, I mean, not that I want to see a lot of it. Right, I know. It's just—it's disgusting, but it's just like she—she truly has no storyline. Like, there's nothing there. All of her storylines are revolving her putting her foot in her mouth and walking over to the the pot with Ashley and stirring it up. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. That's truly all Giselle has really truly done because it's like think about there's only so many times you can have a failed relationship like Mm -hmm. on a reality TV show where it's just like. So what you gonna do? Like it's giving Kenya more energy, where she was paying off all these men mm. to be, you know, her fake boyfriends, and then she found someone that, to pay to be her husband. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that's what it is. And she got a little scared, so she was like, "What can I do? What can I do?" And if, and, and honestly, if her and Karen didn't really even have this huge feud, what is Giselle there for? Do you, is there a world in which one could say that she's discussing the Eddie stuff because she actually cares? Or is it really because she knows the assignment? I know you're giving me eyes. Because she knows the assignment and this is a thing that maybe she cares about, but regardless, she knows needs to be discussed on camera. Uh, it's, I think it's the latter. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like this is what we, we tune in for. Like who's mm-hmm. going to be the one to like, bring it in and I think mm-hmm. when you know Candace and Ashley have their little thing at the end like you know Candace was like you know we all read things on blogs like but it's just a matter of like do we need to even bring them up like on this trip like 
So I think it's one of those things where they knew the, the rumors were out there and it's like, well, who's going to bring it up? Like, mm-hmm. is it going to be you? Is it going to be me? And I think like, I think one of the reasons why Monique was so crazed last season was because she was nervous that these rumors were going to be brought up on camera. So mm-hmm. I think it's like, each season, if there's stuff going on in the headlines, there's probably the fear of like, well, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not, are you going to do it? Like, and then Ashley and Giselle were just like, well, we're going to do it because we got to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm glad they did because like TV. <laughs> 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 but it's it, like, oh, ugh, it's, it's unfortunate. I don't know how to like, package this in my head like the wendy of it all is honestly uh in the words of succession like it's a little bit of a curio because (laughs) it does feel a little bit like something is different something it does some of this stuff is rehearsed the zen when moment in the context and outside i mean a little bit like it doesn't make sense i want to understand more about the candles which i love i love to see a woman monetize being on housewives but i i just don't know where this is coming from it feels like a lot of second season energy and also noting p.s her first season she had just had a fucking baby she could have been dealing with postpartum she could have been dealing with the stress of being on housewives in general the stress of her um career and being in the public eye through the stuff that she does with tv and as a professor and everything else and this second season she's like okay i've all i've paid my dues i want to do something new i want to feel good about myself feel like I'm looking my absolute best and everything. She has every right to do it. It's just that like some of the line readings do feel a little practice, but it's just, you just can't connect it to her husband is the thing. That's the thing. You can't connect it to her body. It's a lot. It's like, these are like three separate things. Like you can't put them. It's basically like, you know, when you're running late to like a party and you're like, Oh my goodness. Like, let me just grab these two bottles of wine that, like, I'm never mm-hmm. going to drink. And I'm going to pretend, like, I am repurposing them. And the person mm-hmm. gets them and is just, like, they, not them giving me this cheap-ass wine that they knew they weren't going to drink. <laughs> that is what it is. That is what they are doing to us. They're collecting all this shit that they are, like, and they're just trying to put a gift together to be, like, boom, Wendy, down with you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I mean, it's cute, but it's kind of just, like, uh, it doesn't, uh, it feels awkward. Like, it's cheap. Also, I just have to say that Wendy has gotten some excellent work. Like, this is like, I honestly think Kyle Richards has also gotten really good work. Kyle Richards. Right? Like, I I think at least twice a week, I have a a friend group. We always just say, like, damn, Kyle Richards' doctor, hands of God, sculpted her face. Right? Like, sculpt, like, like, she was always gorgeous. Yeah, always gorgeous. But, like, she's just, like, stunning. I can't imagine anybody on Beverly Hills being like, well, you know, Mauricio is getting, which he is, is getting, like, sued for a bajillion dollars because of, like, whatever. So that explains your nose job. Like, it just doesn't. That doesn't, doesn't make doesn't sense. Connect. Yeah, that's, mm, doesn't make sense. Like, 
And like, I'm sure all those women have had work. And is it because like Jamal cheated on you? Is it because Juan Dixon was out in these streets and like you sold all your money to your friend? Like, you know, Ashley is like, well, Michael Darby is a whole nother subject, but like, you know, no one is making it about other stuff with other people. And I think it's just kind of like, and also you can't compare. Like Robin was saying like, oh, well, Ashley's heard all these rumors about Michael and like, she's calm, she's cool. Like it's, when you come from, for someone's husband, like you can't expect them to just be calm about it all the time. Like Ashley Darby knew what she signed up for. Yeah, I mean, it's like, look at the, you know, trust the source. And the source is Michael Darby, who was credibly accused of things that, yeah, he probably did. You know, like, it's, yeah. and and Juan openly admitted to cheating on Robin. And Jamal has, you know, I mean, it's Jamal. So yeah. <laughs> these are cases where it's like these things did actively happen. So if you're being accused, if your husband is being accused of something and he has never shown a record or uh, that we have heard of him stepping out, you know, like and he seems like, I'm sorry, a little bit of an angel. Like, don't yes. come for Eddie. Stuff. It just is. It's such a wild take to me. And I truly don't want to hear any differently, guys. <laughs> like, exactly. do not tell me I don't want to live in that world no of one does she's gonna be pissed it's not michael darby you know exactly. it's fucking eddie and you and like you and like even if the rumors aren't i don't believe the rumors but it's like this is the type of stuff that'll like break up a marriage on housewives because it's just right. it becomes this spiral and i can imagine many men who've been married to women on the show and they're just kind of like you got to stop this because this is ruining our marriage. And it's also like, mm. it's ruining our marriage, but like it's bringing in money. Like it's just financially beneficial to us. And like, I've never been on a reality show, but like, I can imagine like it must be great to like feel this type of way and get this type of attention from people and obviously make money off of it. So I think it's just like, it's layered. And I think Wendy's probably just like, I don't want my marriage to become a byproduct of this show because there's many people who've had really good marriages and three to four seasons in you know on page six a divorce so i think she's just like i don't want this to even happen to my marriage i don't even, i don't even want the idea of my marriage to become a, a, a source of uh, of storyline here because at the end of the day this is his credibility he didn't sign up for this show i did i mean granted like they all do but like I think she, in that moment, was just like, absolutely not. Because we know Giselle's deal. Like, and I think when you're just, when you've already been, like, that kind of battered and beaten when it comes to, like, your own personal life, like, mm. after a while, you don't care about shit. And, like, I also think that's something with Giselle. She's just, like, she's been through a lot with Jamal. That's just, like, bring it. Like, come on. I got you. It's also... The idea of signing up for Housewives, I don't know why this is like, I'm thinking about it in this way. I don't know if I ever have before, but you're gambling because mm. you are putting in some chips. You're, you know, deciding to take on this thing because you can see the money, the fame, the access, the possible power, the celebrity, or just the draw that this yeah. is something fun and different that you can do. And so few people are able to do it are asked to do it are actually cast that it's like, it's this, the idea of it, the promise of it is really interesting. It sparkles, whatever else. But typically with housewives, the house 
wins. So when it right, like it's like you're gambling with things that maybe you don't think you should have to or you're upset when it's challenged. But people are going to say bad things about you as a part of what they think their job is on Housewives. Like you are putting possibly a great solid marriage in a game that's not set up for you guys to win exactly as a couple nobody has gone on housewives and been like our marriage is great and everyone else is like wow your marriage is great and then they come out of it and it's like guess what (laughs) we're still great like that i cannot think of a single relationship or marriage that has survived very i would think of maybe Heather Thompson, Jonathan Schindler, I constantly bring them up because I just think they were so solid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't even know. Like, I guess LVP and Ken, maybe. And then maybe Kyle and Mauricio, like, with his, But you know, even Mauricio, when it came to the People magazine or Us magazine and the, uh, the vacay with LVP and Brandy and the don't talk about this on camera and lvp making jokes about him stepping off and stepping out in front of like portia or whichever miniature child it was like i don't know you know like they've had to deal with questions and stuff you're right you're right so it's ah i couldn't do that right like you're 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 gambling with things and you know i would think i've never been married not yet but like uh nothing like wanna do it after Whoa. show Patreon, um, $10 a month, I got a ring. Um, but it is a little bit of a gamble. And it's something that maybe, and you could think like, this is a gamble, I will survive because we are solid enough. But you do also, it. we are too far into Housewives at this point to not acknowledge the stress and suspicion that's going to be placed on the absolute most solid things in your life are the things that you care about the most. They are going to be isolated in some exactly. ways. Exactly. So for this to happen, it's like, yeah, it sucks. It it's does not suck. great. But, but also it's part of the it's, job. It's par- it is in some ways the part of the job. And you could also argue that Wendy's response is also part of the job. She gave the show what it was looking for. Production, mm-hmm. whomever by responding in the reactive way that she did it gave us a moment but the actual idea of it of like dumb shit on blogs coming out on the show it's kind of part of the show and at the end of the day if you guys survive this and you say that you're stronger than ever like give it another three years you know like we will see how that goes yeah and i think something that like that reminded me of is like i think I forget where I heard it, but Crystal from Beverly Hills was saying how, Mm. like, when it came to signing up for the show, she was just like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't really, like, just me. She's like, I sat down with Rob and was just like, you know, this isn't just me. This is our whole family. Like, Mm -hmm. I have friends who've gone through this. Like, they're going to try to find a way to, like, find something about our marriage, drag it up. And, like, we felt we're good, we're solid in that area. Like, I care more about Rob's reputation for his business than, like, you know, a marriage rumor or something like that. But I think it's like, those are things you have to think about when getting on because like, if I ever became famous or something, like I would need to delete my Twitter. Like,
you would need to schedule that in your Google Cal and be like, okay, famous coming tomorrow. So today, what do I need to remove from because the interwebs? I would get canceled within a minute. <laughs> My I don't have. Oh, are you, but we've talked about. You are a little bit. Are you a little bit of a not great person? <laughs> Mine. What's the deal? Are I'm, we still doing that? Are we still doing that thing? No, I just, I've gotten better. One because I don't want to lose my my another Twitter account. <laughs> Not after I lost the last one, I I because I think I was saying I think it was I was just drinking too much while tweeting. Oh my! But now I just get high and tweet, so it's just okay. like it's it's a different like, and I don't Bye. at people anymore, um, because I think the thing like I added Lisa Rinna, um, and I oh, said no. I'm I said hate what you said. Yeah, was, what did you say? I said it's terrible. I hate it, it was, already. It was, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was making a margarita. It was during like the height of like the Denise Richards shit. Oh no. And like, <laughs> I was just like, Lisa Renna is such a see you next Tuesday. And I wrote you the word. You can't say that. Well, yeah, I knew that when I woke up the next day and my Twitter account was suspended. Was suspended? Wait, did you, did you spell out like, like S-E-E-Y-O-U-N-E-X-T? No, you did C-U-N-T. I did the four letter word. That's terrible. I know, I know. And then it was just like, wow. and then I, I made a tweet about a politician that was the nail in the coffin. Um, <laughs> again, drunk, watching TV. And it was just like, blah, 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 blah. Um, so yeah, and I learned my you lesson. Literally, you the, your account was literally suspended from that. Yeah, like I literally like wrote Twitter and I was just like, hey, like, you know, like I know this is kind of like politically charged, but I just don't feel like this politician is handling things right. I apologize, and they were just like, yeah, sorry. Wow, and so which is very depressing because away. now because now it looks like I've only had Twitter since like September of 2020, which is weird because I've had it since like college, and like it's that honestly that is what hurts the most is that it looks like because literally one time I tweeted something and this girl was like, um, you just made your page, calm down. I want to be like, you don't know my life. <laughs> you don't all my life I've had to fight. I cannot, I cannot believe. It might be my Facebook next. I just got reported on there. Why are you so bad on, this is not good. It's, well, it's You're a little bit of a Candace and that's here's, an here's, insult. No, here's that my is thing. not a good thing to I do. I know. Here's the th well, I've gotten better with Twitter, but with Facebook, it's like all of my friends, not friends, all the people that I went to like high school with from Ohio. Right. And okay. so like I tweet, I posted something the other day. It was just like. Someone had tweeted something about, you know, if, if the black community can support gay people, why can't they support stepfathers? It was so weird. What? Yes. Yes. So I screenshot it and I said, straight black men continue to let homosexuality kick them in the ass. It doesn't matter that I like to suck the D word. Mm -hmm. Let us live. Someone reported it. And my mom texted me and said, you need to stop posting these things on Facebook. And I said, you can also unfollow me. 
Wow. This is a like prestige, like docudrama. I could see this on Netflix of like Daniel goes online. Like what is going to happen next? Yeah, I just say the things that everyone else is thinking. But I've gotten better at it. I'm not getting suspended, I tell you that much. And we've we've moved to pot or whatever. Yeah, I'm like more calm. But I did call, I was like, oh, which one of you straight men reported my post? LOL, on Facebook. And did anybody respond? No, they, they don't want this smoke. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot, where that smoke that's fire, and they don't want to get burned. Um, listen, I do want to get your thoughts on um, Beverly Hills, but before I do that, I want to tell you about a new show that I think you will love, People Magazine's People Every Day, hosted by editor-at-large Janine Rubenstein. People Every Day is a mix of the most popular celebrity and inspirational human interest stories mixed with entertainment news, exclusive interviews, and feature stories from unpacking Britney Spears conservatorship hashtag free Britney obviously Please free her I mean absolutely and culture scandals to interviews with stars like Julianne Moore The Rock Chelsea Clinton and more people every day is your daily dose of pop culture and what makes us human and I just have to shout out I mean I'm a total I was raised on people like people magazine is always going to be I mean it's yeah, magazine. get a Reese's you know and a piece. Get Reese's and a People magazine at the at the checkout. Right, like you just gotta you just gotta go for it. So I think this sounds um, like something that we all need to add to our podcast every day. I mean, it's people every Subs- day. Subscribe, you know like, people. follow. Truly, why uh, listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, like you know the one that you're listening to now. I do want to get your thoughts before we close out on Beverly Hills because. <sighs> Where even are we? Every day is a new opportunity to talk about this fucking season. Where are you right now? Every week, I wake up on Monday and I say, Lord, can you just fast forward to Wednesday? (laughs) I like, like we're literally, I think you said this, we are literally watching Housewives history Mm. unfold in front of us mm-hmm. between the relationships, the feuds, the the pop culture legality of it all. Like, never have I ever felt so invested in a season of Housewives in a very, mm-hmm. very long time because this is, like, real shit that is happening. And it's, like, these feuds are real. And I think... From day one, we've had, like, we started off with, you know, Crystal versus Sutton. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we got a preview of the Garcelle versus Dorit. But we're like, let's mm-hmm. table that. We knew the Erica stuff was coming. And I think it's just been, like, mind-blowing. Like, seeing her, I don't know if it's called crack or, like, break to, Like, seeing Erica not be, like, mm-hmm. I'm Erica Jane. <laughs> like, <laughs> and be, like... <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, like, I love it. Like, and then just Sutton's just laughing and rich. Um, and just Kathy mm. Hilton, like, ah! The TV trace. I just. Every and that, day. Uh, yeah, uh, tell me. And that moment where last week where Kathy cried, mm. oh like, my God. 
when I tell you, like, I'm the type of person, like, I don't cry during, like, sad movies. Like, I cry during, like, Project Runway when someone's needle breaks. Um, <laughs> that is me. <laughs> or, like, they don't, they don't get a deal on Shark Tank. But, like, seeing, you know, this woman who is so, like, fun and, like, you know, truly, like, the life of the party, it seems, shows such vulnerability of being, like, you know, like, you just saw, like, the, the flash of those 10 years mm. in her eyes and being, like, I never, ever want to be in that place ever again. And it was just kind of, like, wow. Like, such great moments have been had this season of just humor, emotions, very interesting conversations. Like, you know, I think, you know, being the fact that it was the pandemic and Black Lives Matter, I think, you know, there's been a nice balance of discussing it in, like, a... I would say, I would say health, well, in a healthier way than like Orange County. Um, mm, mm-hmm. But just like, I can't wait to just continue to see how these relationships unfold. And also like, what is this reunion going to be like? Like, like I feel like pe- this might be like one of the best reunions ever because there's so much that's been said. So much has happened in the press, in the confessionals. So many people dislike each other on this cast. Mm. That I think we're finally done with the bullshit facade that Beverly Hills has tried to put up for so long. And I think mm-hmm. the Fox Force 5 or Fox Force 4, whoever the hell they want to call themselves, needs to per- be prepared. Because I feel like Garcelle is coming and Sutton is coming for this reunion to literally let these girls have it. Because they've been able to control the narrative for a long time and truly kind of be the queen bees. And Sutton and Garcelle are not going to let these women walk without holding them accountable and the most interesting thing with the reunion is going to be you know erica's going to do erica however she wants she's going to behave in the manner that she thinks is the best strategy for her legally and the best thing for her reputation and the best kind of narrative for her as the victim and all this and whatever Mm -hmm. else but I think that these women have noticed in real time that the audience is really going to react in a manner that is highly critical as needed. And so it is going to be wild to see the ways that I think Erica and Rena specifically are going to try to play to their audiences. Mm, yes. And Rena's comes with a little bit of the like extra performative trying to be whimsical zany whatever layer that isn't necessarily working out in her favor this season (laughs) but regardless they're gonna pretend that they're in their bubble because the reunion doesn't include a live audience it includes their cast members the crew and their ego and whatever else defensive mechanisms whatever there is so to watch them in real time, try to decide who they're playing to, like their allies, cast members, legal consequences, audience, fan base, business partners, Andy's favor. It's going to be wild, especially because I think now Erica's starting to get that, like, some people don't believe her or are really critical of her behavior in a way that's maybe not great for her because Mm -hmm. the eyes of the law are also now staring down the tension of that, of knowing that you have played a certain part for a long time. And you know, that part is maybe being recast. Like 
or you're going to have to try something else now. That is a wild shift. And she might not make it. She might still be Panther Ring, Erica with an E, like super fabulous and in this spot. She may still try to drive that train. And that is going to be a fascinating journey. Fascinating. It's going to be, I'm, I just like, the thing that is confusing to me still is like, who is letting her tweet the things that she's tweeting? Because it's like, she's playing this like, ugh. Mm. I'm bored. She literally tweeted, I'm bored this week. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I don't, like, is she that do- she could potentially be that delusional because a lot of rich and famous people are very delusional and they don't really get reality. And I think she's living in a very slippery slope. I think I'm very interested to see how the cast is going to handle this, especially knowing that like that mm. lawyer said he wants to depose, dispose, depose, dispose, depose. depose. <laughs> well, not a, maybe, not a, maybe dispose, but depose. Yeah. Depose uh, Rena. So I think, you know, maybe the cast is like, oh, shit, I don't want to, like, and it's kind of like Sutton. Sutton was right. And very much the fact that she offered to give Erica a loan. Which was a, a video that was a Secrets Revealed style clip that wasn't a part of the episode, which really fucked Sutton. Yeah. That is a video that was circulating on social of Sutton being like, yeah, and by the way, I offered her, I offered to give her a loan because I had been through a contentious divorce. I know that cash flow is very, very tight and it's used as a bargaining chip. And so I offered her money. She said, no, thanks. But now I have to deal with the fact that I offered her money. Am I going to get implicated as a result? Exactly. And I think like that in itself just adds such an extra layer to one, just, just to show how great of a person that Sutton is. And it's kind of like, mm. I'm so annoyed that they like left that out because it, it, they're painting this picture that she is worried about her societal, you know, mm-hmm. standings. And it's just like, I think even Kyle, maybe someone said it to me in the after show or maybe I read it online. So it's just like, no, she Sutton should care because like she is part of a lot of boards. She's part of a lot of like, you know, charities and foundations. And it's like she could get taken off of those because of her association with someone, you know. And I think it's very much you, you, you don't want to be associated with someone who literally has spent millions of stolen money. I mean, I also think like regardless of the fact that it wasn't used in the edited episode, which I think is insane. Erica knew that Sutton offered her money and Erica's exactly. treating her like fucking shit. And you shit know what? On a stick. How many of those women sincerely offered her cash? Not like I'll slide into your DM, your Venmo or whatever it is, and I'll give you whatever. But like truly, these women have not experienced divorce in the way that Sun has with a truly net high net worth individual who exactly. was able to weaponize it as much as he absolutely wanted, plus forensic accounting, whatever else like. Sutton was like, listen, I know what you actually need and I am here to help. And to treat her in the way that Erica has treated her, knowing that Sutton 
was used just as and manipulated just as much as everybody else with the actual reality of what was going on. And to say that she is a small town whatever and a piece of shit and making this all about herself and you know what she has offered you. It's so wildly yeah. cruel to me. It's actually cruel. It is very, it's very cruel. It, it paints a picture of who Erica Girardi, because that's your name, you're not Erica Jane, mm. who Erica Girardi is and who Sutton Strack is. Because clearly Sutton came from a place of love and then was then bulldozed by Erica and the other girls by being pushed under the bus of like, you know, Dorit and her fake ass accent, like, was all up in Sutton's ear, like, yes, yes, yes. And then, like, mm -hmm. and I'm glad Sutton called her out and was like, I feel like y'all kind of, like, threw me under the bus. And, like, now Sutton knows, like, okay, I see. All right, I see all of y'all for who y'all are. And I won't let y'all play me again. I mean, this week is going to be insane. It's just going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Just buckle up. Just buckle up. It's going to be, I'm going to have to do, like, an emergency Patreon right after or something. Like, I just know it. I can feel it in my bones. And I think that everyone's coming for Sutton. And this is the joy of the time between episodes airing and the reunion that Sutton at least knows that a lot of people have her back. Yes. And hopefully that, and Garcelle, by the way, and hopefully that energy yes. gives them a little extra oomph because I cannot imagine how isolating it is in real time to be in that position, in that environment where there are all of these different people coming at you and you only have to in real time truly trust yourself exactly and so i just hope that they know that like they got a lot of support on that side and we will see how the others pan out i i'm curious as to kyle and all of this i'm curious yes kyle is the one i'm i'm curious about because i feel i don't feel like kyle believes right erica i think kyle is Seeing everything and being like, mm -hmm. oh, this is not good. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, I think that Kyle's going to, in my perfect world that I've already created in my head, Love. I think that Kyle is going to be the standout of the reunion because I think Kyle will probably be the person that be like, she'll say the things of like, well, I don't know if I truly believe you, Erica, or like, that's the preview. I don't know if I truly believe you, Erica. Doom. <laughs> I would love to see it, but you know, she did go on holiday after the season shot and was dancing to It's Expensive to Be Me. None of these women actually thinking about the lyrics, by the way, and posting that on social like, to support. Ugh. I mean, I know it was like also Erica's birthday or whatever, but I just, guys, I don't know. I got, I, you know, I, I die for Kyle. I die for Kyle. She's one of my top five. I just I, I do think regardless of what she says on the reunion, I do think genuinely she questions what's yeah. the what's Erica's reality, what's the reality of what we're in right now. I, I do think she has that. And I don't I think Rinna's ignoring it or refuses to deny it or weaponizes anyone who thinks differently. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be it's going to be a nine part reunion. I yes. need it to be. 1700 hours if you want to put it on pay-per-view if you want to do a big brother style i will pay nine million dollars i will pay nine million i got it from tom he gave me a loan he said it was okay he said he told me to hide it and i'm gonna hide it by giving it to bravo i just want to watch in real time i want a live feed of that i will give 
literally anything. I want to see. I want to be in the room where it happens. Exactly. Just I sitting there. I want Just watching. Like, imagine how fucking crazy. The tension. Oh, my God. The tension, the tension. when all those women are going to be in a room and, like. I mean, I think that, you know, the producers, I think the tension of the producers is going to be something. Absolutely something. Uh, listen, I could talk to you all day about Housewives because, you know, I'm obsessed with you. Can you tell the people how to follow you online? You can follow. Slide into your DMs, you can Twitter follow. account you currently have. Oh, I'm not telling you my Twitter. You can follow. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Rupert underscore Baxter. Um, and that is the only social media that I have. <laughs> guys and while you're on social looking for rupert follow me on instagram at dame galley i'm putting up a, another bonus episode on the andy's girls patreon so join the ag patreon get exclusive bonus episodes invites to special events and more the number one way to support ag patreon.com slash andy's girls got some exciting announcements for team ag in the next couple weeks so I am, uh, hopefully you guys will follow me on IG because that'll be the number one place to hear that news. Uh, and guys, I hope you guys are doing okay. Daniel, a pleasure as always. Always. I die for you. Always. Like, I'm about to like go into my work meetings like, hello. <laughs> You're warmed up and I'm here. Warm. Woo! Woo! Hey team. <laughs> Guys, I hope you are also doing well, staying safe, staying sane, getting vaccinated if you can. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.